All right. Welcome everybody back back to the Wednesday Zoom call. Um, tonight's episode, tonight's talk is going to be a client spotlight with Luce, who uh, is from Kansas City, just moved back down or down to Arizona. She is a travel nurse. I won't get too much into to talking too much about her, but she's been with me for what, a year, year and a half, maybe? I think you started with me. It was like September of 2021, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, we train in person for a little while. Um, I mean, for a, a while, at least. A good while. Yeah, good yeah, while. yeah. Yeah. Maybe a year or so. And then, uh, and then, yeah, so, so overnight nurse for majority of that time, which we'll dive into a lot and kind of talk about. Um, so that's all good stuff. But before we really get rolling on, on that stuff, go Chiefs. Um, go Chiefs. Crazy that we're, we're in the Super Bowl again. Super, super exciting. Um, I don't know about you guys. I don't know about you, Luce. Did you, did you celebrate it? Or were you back home or were you back in Arizona? So, yes. And I ended up picking up a shift. So I'm like, I had a confused patient. I'll deny this. But I had a confused patient and she wasn't paying attention. So me and the Chiefs in that patient room having a moment. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So you got to watch a little bit of it then. That's cool. You know. Sucks you had to work for it, but. Yeah. yeah. I, I, well, I mean, it sounds like you didn't you didn't eat any any crazy foods, but I uh, if you ever heard of Buffalo State Pizza here in Kansas City, it's uh, like Papakino. Do what? Is it new? Um, not I. I don't think it's too too new. There used to be a Papakino down, downtown. In, what was it? Um, Crossroads, and there's one over here in Overland Park as well. But so. I, I had some people over and I like 10 people over for the game. So I went and got like 30 peanut wings, which if you've never had those, they're giant. Um, and then I got a pizza and I ordered like an extra large pizza or what I thought was an extra large. And he was like, uh, they didn't even tell me the price on the phone. So when I got their pay for it, it was $50. I was like, what the hell kind of pizza is this? And then they brought out the biggest pizza box I've ever seen. Like one of those ones where you're like, who even orders that? I had to put it in my trunk. It was so big. That was I assume extra large was like a good size pizza, not realizing it was going to literally feed, uh, you know, six families. It was crazy, but it was tasty. And we ended up eating it all. So I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing, but my weight's fine. So that's all good. I digress <laughs> too much. Uh, but, but anywho, though, so let's get get on into it, not waste any more time. So, Luce, thanks for doing this uh, for us. I know sometimes it's kind of a vulnerable com- conversation, a little bit letting us into your life and your journey thus far. Um, but I'm happy that you're here and I'm sure that everybody else is as well. And I think that you're, though we don't have any other travel nurses, we have a lot of people that work really tough hours and that can obviously be a big hindrance or a big obstacle in our ways. So uh, I'm excited to kind of dive into your struggles with that, but also how you've kind of overcome it, what you're able to do to like tread water and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I'll kind of let you give us a little bit of background on just who you are before we kind of dive into the TLF side of things. Yeah. Um, so like Marcus said, I'm going to let you finish. I just want to say you're the best cousin of all time. That's all. <laughs> there you go. And uh, in case you, you didn't know, Dexter yeah. is my cousin. <laughs> and that's how I meandered my way into Thriving Lives Fitness. Hang on, let me put on my Do Not Disturb. Um, but yes, my name is Luce. I am about to be a whole 26 in like days, which I'm upset about. I'm getting kicked off my parents' 
insurance. Um, I, like Marcus said, I'm a travel nurse. I've been born and raised in Kansas City, and now I'm bit bopping around the country, which is great. Um, I don't know what else you want to know. Like, where, where all have you been a travel nurse at so far? How long have you been in nursing? Yeah, so I've been a nurse for four and a half years, and I've been traveling for about two now. Um, so you I started a nurse at 21, like a full-blown, like nursing it up at 21. What's the average age that somebody like gets actually fully into their first nursing job? Um, it depends. If you go into a direct entry nursing program, so it's like four years, bada bang, bada boom, then you can be 22, 23. Oh. Um, but a lot of people choose to go back to nursing later in life or um, sometimes take a scenic route. There are lots of different pathways yeah. into becoming a full RN. So you'll have new nurses who are like 40. There's one nurse who started a job that I was there for orientation. She had been like a journalist and traveled to like Iraq and stuff. And oh, she's 60 wow. something and decided to be a nurse. I was well, like, that's awesome. You go. Like, that's, that's just wild. She's had like four careers in her life. So she's, well, that's she's cool. I yeah. was I was speaking more to the fact that you're able to, to fly through everything you did and become a full blown nurse at 21. I think that's super impressive, but that 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 is cool. So so wherever you travel to, then uh, Wichita, Kansas, woo, uh, St. Louis, also woo, a little bit more. Um, yeah. But my fun places are right now. I'm in Albuquerque, and then I did a stint in Miami, which was a riot in itself. Yeah, I bet that was a lot of fun. How, how's Arizona treating you so far? Um, New Mexico, Albuquerque, New oh. Mexico. My bad. I'm, I'm great with geography. It's, they're right next to each other. I count them as the same. You are not. You know, I, for a second, I thought I was going to go into Arizona and then yeah. I saw the mountains and was upset, but it's fine. Um, no, Albuquerque is pretty cool. It's a big little town. Um, I'm just, there are lots of different types of people here. And so I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> I just started. something crazy. Is it a fairly like active city? Like in terms of like, like when I go to Colorado, People are biking, people are running, people are going to the gym, people are hiking, like everybody's super active. Same thing with like California. I guess I just envision Arizona and New Mexico kind of being similar. Is it like that? Yeah, I think, well, I think they're definitely pockets. So they're like pockets of people who are like all into hiking. Like there's such an amazing outdoor scene here. Like you've got the mountains, but you're also in the desert. Yeah. You've got white sands that are like three hours away from here. Um, so there's lots of opportunities to be active here. Uh, but then you've got the other pocket of people who you know are extremely overweight and unhealthy and borderline alcoholics it's a big so americans down here <laughs> so yeah like that keeps you with the with the job though so that's good keeps both of us with the job so i guess it does it, it, it does job finest. yes exactly well cool um sad that you left kansas city sad we don't get a train together in person but you're oh. she'll be back you still have your house here right I do. And my brother thinks it's his house more than it's mine. So oh. it's <laughs> well, at least you got family there. You got people you can at least trust in your house. That's exactly. good. That's good. Well, cool. So, so tell me a little bit. Um, obviously Dexter is who referred you to me. I remember actually funny enough, I, I don't remember a lot of client consult calls, but I, we, I was sitting in the Costantino's parking garage downtown on the front. <laughs> I think I just left one life. Uh, yeah. So that's where we had our initial console call, but kind of, you know, what, what brought you to TLF in terms of, um, you know, what were kind of your goals when you got first got started? So it was pretty cool. Like I have done a lot of work on my own when it comes to health and fitness. Like I was making healthier food choices and I was in the gym more. Um, it it's wasn't. Seven o'clock. 
at all, but uh, it, it definitely was happening. And um, not only Dexter, but our his older brother, my other cousin, Ron, were also in TLF. So I was noticing all the awesome results that they were getting working with you. And I was like, you know what? I do need that accountability. I said, I need somebody else to just like come up with the plan for me. Cause it's like, you walk into the gym and it could be overwhelming. You're like, okay, well, there are like 15 leg machines. Like, which am I going to do today? I'm not going to do all 15. So yeah. <laughs> let, let me have a plan for something. So that's kind of what led me into um, joining TLF. Um, honestly, I just knew that other people could have amazing results. There's no reason why I couldn't. And I, there was a tool right here in front of me. So yeah. since uh, Dexter and Ron were just tearing things up with working with you, I was like, oh, okay, well, let, let me try this out. Let's let's see how this could work for me. Yeah. So so it wasn't so much like, um, you know, you weren't in like a bad spot. It was just, let's see what we can optimize by having a little bit of uh, extra guidance, extra accountability, kind of reeling yeah. in like my tough weekends and stuff like that and kind of just be a little bit more focused with the plan. So so good. So you didn't come with me with, with any, you know, big underlying issues that we had to kind of work with. So that's always nice for both of us. Um, obviously age was probably affecting that as well. So that helps, um, sure. but that that's definitely good then. So then why, so you've been with me for a year and a half now, uh, yeah. just signed up for uh, another, another, another stint with me. Uh, I just committed. So I'm in there. <laughs> what, what, what's got, what's got you saying though, at this point? Um, well, so many things. Um, one of my favorite things about you, Marcus, is that you really meet us where we're at. Um, there have been times where I've been like on the ball and just hitting things and it's amazing. And there have been times where I am stressed to the max and I'm lucky if I'm sleeping five hours consistently. So yeah. I know that anytime that I check in, whether it's like a very amazing, successful week, or if it's one where I wish I didn't really have to talk about, <laughs> um, I know that it's not going to be embarrassing or frustrating or, um, demeaning or reprimanding depending yeah. on what the check-in is um and also like i've got goals to meet so the reason i'm sticking around is because i haven't met them yet and yeah, yeah. it's great working with you and uh we're gonna make things happen so no no definitely i mean i mean to, to speak on a couple of your points you just made you know the whole embarrassment or the whole um you know really what it comes down to is just that uncomfortable conversation. I think we kind of talked about this with Brad last week, but conversation with yourself more than it is with me. I mean, obviously if you don't want to have the conversation with yourself, you definitely don't want to have it with me either. <laughs> but I think that that kind of awkwardness and just not feeling happy about with whatever your choices were, wh whatever the case was, is, is definitely a tough kind of road to go through, but um, it allows you to be more honest, allows you to, to really kind of dive into what are you actually doing well with and, and where are you struggling at? And are those struggles something that you can, you know, can we navigate through these things? Are these things that are completely out of our control that we just got to give ourselves grace for and, and, and let go and not overstress about since we can't actually physically control it? Um, um, yeah, so so just not being embarrassed about it and just being totally open and honest with it. And and it's never nearly as bad as what we anything that's scary I've, I've found uh, in my in my long 29 years is anything that's scary never turns out to really be as bad as what we make it out to be in our head, including just as simple as, as, as a two minute check in, you know, mm -hmm. just saying I, I suck this week on this way and that way. Um, so that's always, you know, kind of kind of kind of a piece of it. There's something else, too, that you mentioned that I want to touch on. But now, now, I, now it lost me. <laughs> It'll come back, I'm sure. It will. It will. But yeah, so, so, um, oh, and that was the other thing too, was, was, um, that you haven't reached your goals, what, but we're going to kind of dive into what yeah. has, has been the obstacle with that. Um, 
so let's kind of go a little different route with this then. Um, what, what was your, um, what was life like prior to me? So you already kind of touched on a little bit. You were, you were in the gym, you were, you were making, you know, healthy, mindful decisions and stuff, but kind of if, if there was anything else that you want to talk about your, your life prior to TLF. Yeah. So I jumped straight into nursing, uh, straight into ICU nursing right off the bat. And, um, over a span of, I would say two years, I gained 20 pounds, um, which is not crazy. Like there are people who have gained significant amounts and subsequently lost that much. Um, but and for this me, was over COVID too, right? Yes. That was a cute little moment. I was going to say, okay, when things lifted and I put jeans on for the first time, Marcus, oh my <laughs> God. Because I've been living in scrubs and sweatpants. I was, so okay, I, so. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, because you were working, you were probably overworked during that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, yeah, okay, that makes sense then. So I, I wonder how much, like you said, you gained 20 pounds, but I wonder how much of that was like just pure stress. Um, not, I mean, not everything else that kind of went along with it, but I feel like, you know, how much was that stress? How much was the lack of sleep? contributing to that would, would be kind of, you know, just, just curious to find oh, out. For sure. but yeah, yeah, so so that's basically where I was at. I was not sleeping well. I was not eating well. I was coping incorrectly. I wasn't able to get into the gym. And, you know, for me, like I was always priding myself on the fact that like, I can go to the gym and I can go hard. And then I'd be down for like two weeks, right? Or I'd be consistent for three weeks and um, TMI everybody, but we're here now. Uh, I have really bad periods. So I would get a really rough one. And so then that week would turn into a six month snack break, you know? So <laughs> that's yeah. uh, kind of where I was at. No, that, that, that definitely makes sense. And honestly, thanks for the, thanks for the TMI. I don't, I don't think it's TMI with <laughs> here. Russ is Russ and Dexter, the only other guys on this. And, and I think all the women can relate. They'll be all right. <laughs> the women, they've all been around women as well. So. <laughs> what do you say? He said, you. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So now we're kind of diving into, I, th I think what, what definitely um, was, was your obstacle here. So like what, what have been your struggles um, during you trying to make these lifestyle changes during your time with TLF, you kind of just touch on a few of those things. Yeah. Let's kind of dive in a little bit deeper to like what that sleep looks like, what that stress might've looked like at those different times and any obstacles you've overcome within that or differently. Right. So whenever I first started, I think we started in like September, right? Um, at that point I was in St. Louis doing a contract. And so I was driving back and forth like once a week, basically. Um, and so that was really difficult because not only was I working 36 hours, uh, nights in St. Louis, but I also was driving back and like back, like I have so many miles on my car. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I got into a car accident. I wasn't sleeping well. Um, it just, there wasn't enough time in the day for me to do anything, uh, let alone take care of myself. Um, and on top of that, my biggest issue, um, and it's still something that I'm working with was if I can't have a perfect day, then throw the whole day away and we'll start over tomorrow. Yeah. And there were so many of those, we'll start over tomorrow's, we'll start over Mondays that it was just no progress was being made. Um, it was pretty tough at the beginning. Um, I just wasn't sleeping well. And then I got my labs drawn and that was a moment. My cortisol levels were through the roof. My insulin levels were too high. Um, all of my lady hormones were doing the wrong things. My testosterone was too low. Like, and as a nurse, I'm always like, you know, I see my patient's labs all the time and I'm like, hmm, I wonder what mine are. I'm sure they're yeah. fine. I'm 25. Yo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Definitely, definitely eye-opening. I mean, my my mine as well. I feel like I'm I'm pretty damn optimizing. Like I gotta be in the top 99% of, of taking care of yeah. myself. I'm like, shit, my shit isn't even even isn't even like hundred percent on point. Right. Uh, it's, it's definitely eye-opening. You mentioned um, you know, a couple of things in there, one of which is like not enough time in the day. And so I feel like a lot of, you know, a lot of us here are I'm not a parent, you're not a parent, but a lot of us are parents or you know, working jobs like that where it's really, really tough and there's just not enough hours in the day. And, um, you know, what, what I see tends to slip first are the things that don't have to get done, meaning we have to pay our bills. We have right. to go to work. Otherwise we lose a job and we can't pay our bills. And we can't eat. Like we have to sleep X amount of hours in the day to be able to function. Like there's a few things that are just non-negotiables. And unfortunately people put their health in that, that optional category. And I get it because like some days you, you literally can't just, you just can't get to the gym. Um, you know, or you don't have time to meal prep today, but Hey, if you would have meal prepped on Sunday, that's not an issue today. You know, Hey, you had time on Monday to get to the gym. So it's okay if you don't make it on Tuesday, but you decided to skip the gym on Monday. So now you've missed all these days in a row. So like, even with the, the these times in the days, there, there, there are days and there are things we can control. And even if that just coming back to, Hey, Luce, I'd rather you skip the gym so you can get more than five hours of sleep at, at night. Like, uh, I actually saw somebody make a, a, a social media post. Like I follow a couple of different trainers and stuff. And somebody said something along those lines of um, if you are sacrificing sleep to go get an extra workout in for the, for the purpose of, of losing fat, that you're, you're trading such a huge win for really a really, really small win in the grand scheme of things, because sleep is so damn important. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, just um, not enough hours in the day. And then people let the wrong thing slip. You know, um, I feel like, and not everybody, I don't think, and this wasn't your case either, um, but I feel like a lot of people who let shit slip, they somehow make time to, to binge watch Netflix still a couple of hours. <laughs> they, they still find time to do some of these other things that, and again, some of that is, I just need to de-stress. I just need to chill out. And, and that's good as well. And you got to know when to do that. You got to learn when to push and when to pull. And, um, but I feel like a lot of people end up having a lot more time within their day now in your situation you were driving back and forth you're working tough hours anyway and and even if you have the time to sleep that sleep is kind of hard to come by mm-hmm. so so I, I think that was kind of good to point out but yeah so so you had that kind of tough time then and then you know since then like you moved back to Kansas City and you were still working overnights and yes. I'm not I'm never pushy on people if they have a stressful job I'm not like hey go leave your job like it's not that simple <laughs> But in your, in your position, though, you have when your contracts come up, you have the choice. Do I do days? Do I do nights? Do I go here? Do I go there? Uh, and I know for a little while you were trading in, you know, some of that, that that time balance for a little bit step up in a paycheck or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I lack money. What can I, I get I it. I get it. I, <laughs> it's, it's hard for me to be like, hey, take a take a pay cut so you can right. have a better quality of life. But ultimately, when it comes down to it what are we going to remember a little bit more? You know, like, like, what are you going to do extra with this little bit of extra money versus, you know, you, you, you're sleeping like shit and your health is, is, is ah. in the trash to it, to an extent, obviously exactly. it wasn't that bad, but still. Um, so what, what are you trading for this? You know? Yeah. So for me, one of the things was I always knew eventually that I wanted to work days. So I'm working days now and I'm like a whole new woman. It's great guys. I don't know how y'all live in the daytime. Like this is beautiful. Um, I'm like circadian with him. What? Okay. Yeah. Um, but like for me, 
I knew that I was going to be working nights. And one of the things I remember you always telling me was to control the controllables. Mm-hmm. Like it even got to the point where I was like, I was checking in like once every month, if that, like, and I was on the weekly check-in plan guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like, did not want to admit that, you know, yes, I could have meal prepped, but instead I went to happy hour with my friends or yes, I could have gotten, six more hours of sleep, but instead I woke up early and had to run these errands because daytime things have to happen during daytime hours, right? Um, But it it really has been awesome because now that I have come to terms with all the things, it's been a gradual process, right? And it's like, you know, I want that that dream beat body right away, um, but there's so many foundational changes that you have to make in order to accomplish those things, um, which I didn't realize, it, which I know sounds dumb. Like I'm a whole nurse, like, come on, like I get it, right? But it, in all actuality, it's just knowing that, um, I think it's John Maxwell who says this, the biggest gap in the world is the gap between knowing and doing. Yeah. Logically, I get it, but- the application to, is yes, to enable the habits to actually make it happen and maintain consistency um, was definitely tough. Yeah. I, I, I always kind of come back to that as well. Like why I started doing dog lines fitness in the first place. Cause I'm like, we, we all had such a, a, a shitty and small education when it came to health, when, mm-hmm. it came to when it came to nutrition, that type of stuff. We all know the basics. We all know what's healthy and what's not healthy too. I mean, to an extent, mm-hmm. um, but the application and, we weren't taught, and maybe this isn't something you can really put into a curriculum for high schoolers. Are they really going to take it that serious and really get much out of it? Um, but like, you know, how do we apply this when we have busy days, when we have stressful days? You know, how do you make these healthy decisions that that align with kind of that long term and stuff like that? So I think that's 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 definitely tough. The application piece is very, very, very difficult. Um, and like you said, there's a lot of foundational things that that need to be corrected and changed. You know, I know another of your struggles that you kind of alluded to there for a little bit was um, having a hard time of saying no to people. And I also I find this to be extremely common. You, you, you said all or nothing, um, you know, mindset, which I think I, I touch on a lot, uh, but also just that that yes. And this is this is my wife as well. Like she'll so get run herself down because she all of a sudden has plans five nights out of the week. And she's like, I haven't been to the gym. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. I haven't just had a day to chill. I'm like, yeah, none of these were needs. You were just saying yes to all these things because you don't want to say no to people. Um, but you, you've got to have some balance to make sure you get the shit done that is fueling you in the right direction. And the, those social events, they definitely are fueling you, but they can also suck away from you, especially if you're eating like shit, drinking all the time, um, or just not making enough time for the things that your body and your mind and your emotions and everything else needs is finding a good balance with that. For sure. Yeah. yeah, for me, I, I like to say I'm a recovering people pleaser. Yeah. I love spending time with people. And if you're in my circle, we are in there and it's a good time and I will be all up in the space and it's yeah. going to be lovely. Um, but at the same time, like it took a little while for me to come to terms with, hey, me um, taking care of myself or me saying, no, I'm not going to hang out with you because I have to go to the gym is not mm-hmm. selfish. Yeah is me prioritizing myself because if I can't fill my own cup how am I going to help you out um which you know we've all heard we all say that we're going to do but for me it was definitely a lesson yeah and and you know a a big piece of that as well that I feel like some people they don't want to say no is because they don't want to like they 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 have this fear and it's when you really think about it, it's an irrational fear if this is a really good friend of yours you're not going to lose them because you decided to go to the gym instead like especially at this point in life like like we're 
we're doing the right things for us. That doesn't mean that we're not friends with you. We don't want to spend time with you. We're going to still spend time with you. We're going to find something that works. Um, but I've got to make myself work as well, though. Um, I mean, at this time, my circle is like, loose. why didn't you go to the gym? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And like, if those people truly do care about you, they want you to reach whatever goals you have. They want yeah. you to do whatever is going to make you be the best version of you. And, and, uh, but you've got to realize that as well. And you got to be able to kind of, you know, set that stuff as well. Um, you know, so like, yeah, that, I mean, that, that's kind of where I am at with that stuff as well Is like, I don't have like this certain rule on myself or with, with Nicole and I, we can only see people X amount of times, but we, you know, we talk about that. We're open with it. And we're like, shit, we're we feeling kind of run down with this or too many things. Or like, I'm feeling stressed because I have all this work built up and I have school and I get all these different stuff. Like, it's good to have those communications, you know, between other people or just with yourself and just be honest with yourself. Like I got to take a chill on some of this stuff. Like I'll do something on this weekend, but let's go ahead and get money through Friday nailed down with what I need to be doing. Right. Good. Good. Um, so what, um, you mentioned, like I said, the all or nothing mindset, but I think we talk about that a lot. Um, so I don't, I don't need to waste your time. Everybody else is diving into <laughs> it. So I think it is always beneficial, but so in terms of your goals, so now you're in New Mexico, not Arizona. And, uh, <laughs> right. uh, I'm sure you have, you, you've made some friends there and stuff, but obviously it's not like your close circle that you're just always hanging out with like you would back here. And while that could probably be lonely at times, I think it's also um, probably good to just be in your own space and not have all these other plans that are pulling you different directions. And it's a really good time to just focus on yourself, focus on what matters to you in terms of your own health um, and habits and stuff like that. So that way, when you come back to Kansas city, you can integrate all those changes you've already made right back into that. So I think that this, 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 this job, this travel job for yourself is actually really, really beneficial because when you need a break from people, you can have a break from people. Yeah. It's honestly was so funny. The first stretch of days that I had off, cause I got here right before the holiday. So I wasn't able to be home and I didn't know anybody yet. And I had five days off in a row and I like, I woke up, I had breakfast, went to the gym and I did laundry. And then I was like, I ain't got nothing to do. I can't just call somebody up and be like, hey, let's go do this. Yeah. So it definitely was a, a moment for me because I'm like, wow, I literally could do whatever I want, which yeah. I know is a short season in my life. And I love that I'm getting to experience it. Yeah. Um, but it was also definitely hard. I was like, what do I want to do? So it's kind of like getting to know myself again. Yeah, I, I think that's really cool. I think that everybody could probably benefit from that. I don't think mm -hmm. a lot of people have the opportunity to do that. So it's it's cool that you're you're grateful, you're living in the moment with that, and you're like present, just recognizing that I probably won't have this for the rest of my life. You know, right. it might only happen for the next six months or right. the next year, whatever the case is. So just just living that up and taking advantage of that, um, I think is awesome. So all right, so with this time on your hands um what what are some of your goals for you know I, I think now is a good time to start talking about what do we want to do by this summer you know how do we want to feel how do we want I mean if we want to look at physical goals or that type of stuff um but yeah so goals this year goals long term whatever yeah. so I always say as a nurse it's like a, a meme in healthcare I want to be able to do two minutes of CPR without looking like I need CPR yeah. <laughs> which is a very like strenuous and active um activity that we have right. to do a skill if you will um but you know a, a, some of them are a little bit like 
flippant and basic like yeah I want to be in the best body that I can be and you know have the health that I want and all those fun things and like you know for me that looks different it's not necessarily that I'm saying oh I need to be what my BMR BMI chart says my weight needs to be um it's more physically fit like there are gains that I want to do in the gym like I've always said I want to be able to do four Mm pull-ups I haven't been able to do one without the unassisted unassisted girl look at my back (laughs) pull-ups I would I would assume and not to to speak for you but and I feel like this is pretty much everybody but like is to actually have habits in place where the gym is not a mental chore to get yourself there. You know, meal prepping is not such a, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't like, I, I don't like look forward to meal prepping, but I look forward <laughs> to everything that it's going to bring me the, right. the peace of mind, knowing that I have everything ready to go for the week, the peace of mind, knowing that I don't have to figure out what, what to do after a zoom call gets over 8 PM on a Wednesday night. And I don't have anything ready to go. So what, I guess I'll just go get, you know, some food out. Like yeah. I don't have to deal with that stuff. So I know that it's already aligned with where I want to go physically and, and that type of stuff and internally. Uh, but also it, it's that stress relief. So like, I would assume again, not to speak for you, but it's like, it's having some of these habits in check so that this lifestyle becomes a little bit more effortless and just kind of just part of what you do. And when it becomes that way, all of those physical goals, all those long-term goals, they fall in line because you're focusing on the habits to build versus just what is this end goal? Because ultimately, especially when we're talking about our bodies, there is no end goal. Right. (laughs) Um, There there is none. And if you have this end goal with it, well, then once you reach the end goal, it's you're, you're, you're losing it (laughs) way faster than what it took you to get there. So fall in love more so with feeling good with doing the right things for yourself. Um, And so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited that you have the, the time and the space to do that for yourself. It's exciting. It really is. And you know, it's, it's taken a while. Like I really just want to shout out to you and your patients because I'm not easy. And if you have like more of me out there, (laughs) Lord, (laughs) you're not difficult. You at least go with a smile all the time. And that's, that's, that's half the battle. That's true. That is true. Um, but no, it's been, it's been awesome. Like I, definitely have made lots of progress and it's been hard because I've wanted faster results like faster physical results um but that's not what I needed to work on first so since I've been able to implement a lot of the skills that I need I've been able to tread water like there was a lot of stress happening like we had some loss in our family and just a significant amount of transition so um dealing with all of that and not seeing the scale go up yeah. was, was a win for me. Oh. So now I'm in a position where my head's in it, my heart's in it, and now my body's able to be more present in it as well. So yeah. it's, it's about to be a moment. I like it. I like it. Well, 2023 will be a good year for you then. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm, as always, I'm really excited to be a part of that journey. Um, I was actually just thinking about it when I was walking my dog uh, before we got on the call. I was like, you know, if money wasn't an object, what would my dream job be? And I feel like this is definitely it. Like getting to talk, like getting to help people feel better. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that just came to mind, but that's kind of just a little thought there for myself, but um, all right, cool. So I guess at, at this point, then we're kind of wrapping things up. Um, any advice for anybody looking to, 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 to join or anything uh, to take the most advantage of TLF? Um, any tips outside of that, just like on living a healthy lifestyle, getting better sleep, whatever the case is, any tips you want to toss at people? Um, do your check-ins. 
Um, as big as they may seem and as hard as it may be to be accountable to somebody else outside of yourself when you don't even want to admit things to your own self, um, having that support um, is definitely so important and so special. It helps um, you see things sometimes that you didn't even consider. Like, I remember there was one particular check-in where I was like upset because like 11, 10 of the 11 questions were just shit. Um, but that week, like I slept and that was great. And you were like, Luce, your sleep is amazing. You didn't sleep four hours this week. I was like, you're right. <laughs> that was a win. So it allows you to be able to, to really tune into certain things that um, not only the positives, but certain struggles and rooms for improvement as well. well um, and, and like you said, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but no, you're you, good. you originally said one of the reasons why you joined, you didn't have a bad lifestyle prior, but you lacked the accountability. You, it was who cares if you fall off for four days and like ultimately the grand scheme of things, if you lock back in, it's not a big deal anyway, but that that accountability that check-in that is coming that communication that we're going to have should be that extra little incentive with it so i always find that to be the thing as well because i feel like most people are here for the accountability as much as they are for the plans and everything else you're here for the accountability mm -hmm. but then i'll text people and i won't get a reply like it'll be two months <laughs> it, 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 if if ever some people just completely ghost i'm like the whole the whole thing that brought you here was the accountability but that was the one thing that you ran from every single opportunity given to you. And that was the one thing that was going to push you over that hump, over that obstacle to kind of get there. So I like that you mentioned that. Yeah, for sure. Definitely do your check-ins. Um, another thing that is very important is um, having grace with yourself. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I was like, if it's not going to be perfect, I'm starting again on Monday, right? All or nothing. And mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of us come with that mindset yeah. and it's like, okay, you know what? Well, I had a crazy busy day at work and I wasn't able to eat all my structured meals. But what I did do was I prepared protein powered snacks to make sure I had like, I had boiled eggs, I had my yogurt, I had a little tuna packet. So yeah. even though shit was going down, at least the choices that I made yeah. were sustainable and nutritious as opposed to like a pack of peanut M&Ms, you know. <laughs> I think the same thing, like, like you, you know, you're there around vending machines all day long. If yeah. you have one of those things and you're, you're working a high stress job, you're just going to want to snack and have something quick because again, you can't sit down and eat a full meal always. Right. So if you don't come prepared with some of those, those healthier snacks like that, then you're, you're left to starve or go grab something quick and easy like that. And obviously most of us are going to choose something quick and easy that tastes right. good like that. And then again, yeah. So yeah. That's, a, that's a great, that's a great change for you. Yeah. And then my other big tip is your circle, like the people you choose to surround yourself with, like uh, shout out to Dexter, shout out to Sierra and Lynn. Like we have a, a cute little squad going where um, we keep each other accountable too, which is awesome. Um, and they'll be the first to ask me even before I even think about it sometimes and be like, okay, hey, I'm meal prepping today. What did you meal prep this week? Or, hey, okay. like this is what I'm hitting in the gym. When was the last time you went loose? And I'm like, okay, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> um but, don't but it, i don't want to answer exactly don't make me put my business out there that's awesome um, you guys have that you guys yeah. too i think that's 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 definitely huge yeah having a good circle around you really can make or break it and i know that the first time i started to do this it was so tough because like i was still living at my parents house and you know they're not necessarily in a place where they want to make the lifestyle changes that I was making. And I remember getting so frustrated because like I didn't have time and I was spending time meal prepping. And then I'd open the fridge two days later and 
80% of my meals were gone. Man, they, I'm not a fighter, but I'll fight somebody over my food. Yo, I was like, you know, they're my parents. I'm literally living in their home, but also my food. <laughs> well, well it, my, my food, my goals. And you, yeah. you might have been, they might not have been that supportive of you making the changes anywhere, at least like maybe not to, to the certain levels. Now you're just making it. You're not only not being that supportive, but now you're eating my food that's literally for me some other shit. yeah no i i get that as well i, th- I think you're right to just surround yourself with with the right with the right people but you know we even though we can always pick our friends that doesn't mean that you know we've been friends with people for 20 years that you know i'm not, I'm not going to cut them out just because they're not eating the right stuff but the other thing that i think that um and a lot of you i feel like listening to this have, have, have had this at some point and if you haven't yet when you do it's super cool when somebody around you is inspired by your decisions and your actions and your choices. And then they start doing it too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether they tell you that or not. Um, I think that's one of the most, one of the coolest things. That's one of the things I love about both teaching kids and getting to work with you guys is kind of being that, that role model and leading by example with that type of stuff Um, is super cool. Cause then you get to see how many people you affect. And then from, from my perspective, from my vantage point, seeing, you know, Lucy, you make changes. And then the people that you tell me like, oh, so-and-so started doing this. Like, I'm like, wow, like, because of what I've done now, Luce is feeling better. And now the people around her are making better decisions, like, and it branches out. And then those people feel better. So then five more people feel better. And like, it's, it's just cool to kind of see that, that snowball effect and not that anybody's here so that other people can be healthy around them, <laughs> but that's a great side effect to you also just making better choices, especially the, the parents in the group. Yeah, for sure. And like, one of the things that was so funny to me, it's like, you start a lifestyle change like this, because that's what it is. You're trying to incorporate changes in many aspects of your life. Um, And, you know, if you start going to the gym, they're like, oh, you're trying to be a a, a gym Instagram person now or whatever. Or it's like, you know, you tell someone, hey, I'm going to do a dry January and not drink. And they'll be like, why are you not drinking? That alcohol is the only thing that we do that with. I don't know if you've noticed. But if somebody says, hey, I'm not going to do cocaine, they're not going to be like, oh, why aren't you doing cocaine? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. alcohol. It's, well, but, that, that's, that's because most people drink alcohol. Most people aren't sitting around doing cocaine, but I'm sure that a good thing. if it was a coca, they'd be like, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, Fair. and, and that, that comes back to misery loves company. And, and when I say that, I don't mean like that everybody just like in bad spirits and stuff. But when when you say you're going to stop doing something that I know that I'm doing, that mm-hmm. makes me self-reflect oh, is what I'm doing bad? Or, hey, I already know it's bad. I don't want to confront that though. Mm-hmm. And by you saying that you're making this change, it's making me to confront these shitty feelings about whatever my choices are. And I, I like that. Like I like forcing somebody just by my own actions to make them self-reflect. I don't want them to feel bad. Right. But you clearly don't like this about your lifestyle. So make a change. I made a change. You can make a change. Right. Like, let's be better together. Yeah, exactly. 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 Well, good. I, I love your tips. Uh, thanks for all the insights. And, and again, me being kind of vulnerable with it. Um, yeah. Obviously, I mean, none of our journeys are perfect and, and yours is, you know, has its had, uh, ups, ups and downs, but you, you, you've stuck through, it's been scenic. You've, <laughs> you've stuck through though. And, and again, that comes back to, you know, even if you were missing check-ins here or there, you were still staying here. Like you were still staying within it. You know, if I, if I ever texted you, like I, I wasn't going to be ghosted with it. Uh, if I said, Hey, how things been going, like, you're going to tell me how things been going. Um, so, so ultimately the fact that you've never, you know, mentally left, even if you like did miss a check-in or had some, some tough times and stuff, it, it, it's gotten you to this point, 
which is where like it's it's not over until you just completely quit you know, so you've gotten to this point by continuing to push through. So, you know, even if this year presented a lot of other obstacles that maybe aren't on the horizon at the moment, uh, I, I know you can, you, you have the tools to work through those things as well. And that's awesome. Yeah. I just love that. It's, it's thriving lives. It's a whole, yeah. it's a whole package, right? And it's not just a, oh, here, you're going to be a, um, uh, what's the word, a bodybuilder. Cause I was like, I saw your Instagram. I was like, Dexter. <laughs> No, it's, it, it's, it's crazy. Well, cause when I first started, you know, I didn't have a, a lot of, you know, transformation type posts and stuff like that. And I didn't really know how to like market to, to the right stuff. So I'm like, well, I'm at the gym. I'll just take a shirt, take a picture of me at the gym. I don't train bodybuilders. I don't like, I've trained bodybuilders. I've trained bikini competitors. I don't yeah. like it. That's, that's not my jam. Um, I love it myself, but I don't, I don't think it's for everybody. And the average person shouldn't be striving. <laughs> the average person shouldn't strive to do that though. Cause again, that's, that's not attain. It's, it's not sustainable, even if you can't attain it. Like right. for myself, like I can't sustain that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can sustain a level of discipline, but it's not even healthy to sustain that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no. So I, I, like I said, I appreciate you being here. Um, um, I'll, I'll open the floor just really quick for the next few minutes. If any Courtney's here, anybody else have anything you, you want to say to Luce? Any questions? Anything like that? Um, I'll let you have the floor for a minute as I take a drink. Mm-hmm. Good job, Luce. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yes. Um, one other thing, real quick. I don't know if you guys have ever had these sparkling ice drinks. It's a little like water replacement thing. Um, I'm just mentioning it because I'm I'm looking at it right now. I just drank it. Um, I've had them for years, but they're they're tasty. So if you're ever getting tired of water, rock one of those, and it'll be a good little mix up. But Luce, thank you so much for your time tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, have a great rest of your week. Go Chiefs. If I, don't, I mean, I'm sure I'll talk to you before then, but otherwise, yeah. loose. I appreciate it. I know everybody else does. And have a good have a good rest of your night then. Thank you. You too. Appreciate it. All right, girl. Well, I'll talk to you on check-in day and everybody else. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great um, rest of your guys' weekend. And yeah, let's do it. See you, Luce. Bye.